My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, I don't need to tell you who I am, I don't think, if you're here. You know who I am, and you know who Apoyo is. Uh, why, why you got to do that? I don't know. I probably should do, do that? that. I mean, Apoyo, because it, <laughs> it's the antithesis of who you are. <laughs> it is the opposite. Not a chicken. We have a couple of great guests today. The first half of the show, and probably the second half, will probably stay on, but we have Jeff O'Donnell. I don't want to waste any time. I want to get into it. There's a lot of things happening across the country, and he has some breaking things that you probably need to hear about. Again, we're going to walk this kind of down this path, and um, we know the election frauds here. I got some specific questions for him, but Jeff is just a, he's just amazing. He's amazing, and he's been up all night, so we probably will get the punch drunk Jeff today a little bit. I'm hoping. Get a little bit of No, fun. he's got like a gallon of coffee in his hand, so he's cool. Ah, I'll join him with the coffee then. All right. Well, let's bring him on. Jeff, welcome to the show. <laughs> and you weren't kidding. You have a gallon of coffee. You filled it all the way yes. up to the top. That's exactly right. The, the, the desperate times call for desperate measures. And, uh, and um, you know, uh, uh, Apollo, if your middle name wasn't Loco, that wouldn't work so well. Okay? Apollo <laughs> Loco? <laughs> so, that might be what I call you from now. So you make me sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I accept. Yeah, it's been uh, quite a uh, 24 hours, hasn't it? You, you know, I started out this morning, Jeff, very angry. We had our 7 o'clock call, and, you know, you know I was... I'm angry because the biggest village idiot in the world would see it. That it's in the machines, it's in the mail-in ballots, it's in the Eric system, it's designed to defraud the voters out of, out of their voice, <clears throat> and it creates institutional slavery. That's what we're dealing with now is institutional slavery. And But I, I had to, you know, last night I was like, I, w- I just went to God and I was like, listen, I don't know what, what to do. You got to tell me what to do. Because right now I just want to, I want to get in the gap. I want to fight. This morning I was all bent on fighting. And then I just went back in and I prayed. And and look, prayers have been a big help for me. 
And then I brought myself down and I go, listen, we have to work the problem. We're at, we have to be at that place where we work the problem. If I, did, if I didn't get to the place where I thought, okay, we're making progress. We are making progress. It's not as fast as we want it. We want to snap our fingers and bam, tsunami come in and wipe out all the evil. It's not really how it works. And uh, so now I'm at that place where I think I'm in a, a better headspace and I'm looking at what's happening and going, okay, let's get back to working the problem. Let's, let's, this, this is the last two years was practice. Now we're in the first round of a 12 round bout. Let's go. So I, I called this, <clears throat> I, I told the people on my uh, telegram channel yesterday before we knew anything, I said, welcome to the end of the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's how I feel of it. Uh, you, you, if you don't mind, uh, you know, given what you just said, I, I, could, could, I, could, I, could I describe my last 48 hours or so to you? Because I think it's a, an interesting story. Um, everyone will want to hear it. I definitely want to hear it. Now, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about, you know, you talked about these other, other uh, things that you, you can't trust. Uh, we're going to go into another one uh, today, one that I've talked about at great length for the last year and a half, but, uh, and that is the election night reporting. So. The thing is, we get the election night reporting. Uh, the votes you get from your county to your television set, whenever you're watching and seeing this, in a, a mystical, circuitous fashion. Uh, I can only assume it's so that there that maybe the votes aren't aren't like accidentally eaten by birds or something on the way. Uh, you know, so. Uh, However, uh, there's one company called Edison Research which has a monopoly. I managed to get. Uh, on, on providing election night returns to the major media sources. Um, and, and you can trust Edison because uh, they, they started out providing uh, uh, online music uh, statistics for the big record company, so you can trust them. Uh, uh, probably not fair, but... but um, <laughs> the, um, so we always used, before this, uh, what's called a feed. Basically, what happens is every time there's an update, uh, there's a file, it's in a format that you'd look at and you would not know what to do with. Uh, you kind of have to be a, uh, a techie to even know what's in the file. But when you get this file, every update, and you tell how many votes they're you know, saying that each person has at that particular point. So we had always gotten that from the New York Times, because they, they make that available. 2020, 2021, in the primaries. Uh, so I was, I, I had, I had, uh, I had always said, you know, I did the primary, uh, I, I made the, the results real-time available for the primaries, but I said, you know, what we're really kind of doing here is, you know, I'm getting really everything all set, so whenever the uh, midterm comes, you know, we can just go great guns, all 50 states, all thousands of races, and uh, I was feeling really confident, really good about that, uh, and the, the New York Times usually makes its feeds available, so all the candidates, they're just all zeroed. Um, usually just before midnight or after midnight the day of the election. So uh, midnight on the 8th, uh, I go in, it's like, okay, let me make sure everything's okay. And the, the files aren't there. The New York Times has decided to not do this, not play this time. And uh, this caused a little bit of uh, <laughs> consternation on my part because I thought I'm all set up. I had everything set up. So with a little help from uh, uh, Draza Smith that you know, 
uh, I found that CNN had a, uh, a feed um, completely different than the New York Times feed, which is interesting. Um, so uh, uh, I spent the next five hours reprogramming everything I had done <laughs> to use the new to use the feed from the CNN. Um, uh, and that's fine. It's part of the game. I'm not saying, oh, poor me. I think it's just funny. It's just funny because I think what you're going to recognize is that, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're walking the path, the, uh, uh, the rocks and the holes, uh, you know, start, you get, you get more, more things and impediments uh, in your way. So anyway, I did that, uh, got maybe three hours of sleep, uh, get back. It's election day. And, um, uh, I, I, was uh, fortunate to get asked to be on uh, Mike Lindell's election night show, uh, running the crime desk or on the crime desk. Uh, uh, this is kind of funny too because originally I was going to be with Mike, and I had planned a lot of things for that. I, you know, and uh, due to some problems, uh, Mike ended up not being able to be there and had to be there remotely, which you know if you if you watched it last night. Yeah. Uh, so ended up uh, I'm on a desk with. Uh, uh, two two great people, Garland uh, Favorito from uh, Georgia and uh, and Pete Santilli, uh, but none of the three of us knew that we were going to do this until you know it's like <laughs> air, you're live, go. Uh, so I think you know, it, it 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 went well. Uh, uh, we found some stuff as we went during the night, uh, some of which I'm going to show you now, and then. Uh, uh, there's this little hurricane headed for Florida. <laughs> so wow. uh, I realized, yeah, uh, <laughs> not so little, actually. Uh, not very strong, but it's very, very big. But uh, So I had my, my flight to come home the after to this afternoon. Uh, and as I'm doing the things last night with the, the crime desk, I got an urgent text from my, my wife, the Baba Raccoon, as you sometimes know, saying, uh, they're closing the Orlando airport tomorrow <laughs> about noon because of the hurricane coming in, uh, which followed a frantic trying to get me back here at home in Orlando uh, before all of the, uh, the things closed. So ended up, I went right from the show when we, when we wrapped up to the airport because uh, it didn't make any sense to do anything else. It was a couple hours. Uh, and uh, I'm the kind of guy that... that I'm a nervous flyer, so even though I've flown probably thousands of times in my life, it does, I'm still a nervous flyer, and I can't, because of that, I can't sleep on airplanes, no matter how tired I am, because I'm afraid if I fall asleep, the pilot might make a mistake, and I won't be there to help him. Uh, <laughs> any of you who are nervous flyers will understand that thought. Um, so anyway, managed to bounce from Tennessee to D.C., uh, Charlotte, I think, was involved, and finally got in, and it was one of the last flights that was allowed <laughs> today. <laughs> so, so, I just really pointed that off. out. It's been 48 hours of a lot of fun and no sleep. Yeah, it, it, it has been, uh, uh, and I only say that because last night, I have to admit, I felt like you. Uh, I didn't have the luxury of waking up to it, <laughs> but I still felt like you uh, in that I was really discouraged about some things because, well, we, we, we think I have to get into it. I mean, we, we've worked for, you know, two years preparing for this day, yeah. uh, and 
Um, things didn't go exactly as I had uh, thought they were going to go. And I, I was pretty discouraged. Um, and somewhere around the morning, in between one of these flights, I was praying to, and this, suddenly out of nowhere, this happens, this, this peace came from nowhere over me. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at the things that I was discouraged about, and suddenly I'm seeing the positives in all of them again. And and I uh, this this whole long story has been because you pointed out you felt the same way today. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like I was beaten down. I was you know, and just you know, and and I still feel that way. And uh, um, I, I I hope everyone has that uh, feeling. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, you take a moment to uh, be disappointed with some things. Although there's a lot to be, there's a lot to be excited about that happened last night. Um, but you know, we always tend to dwell on the, uh, you know, on the negatives because we're human. Um, so that, <laughs> I just want to tell you that story. And you know, so um, I am, I am back to uh, uh, being very, you know, very positive about this. I, I don't want to be a a Pollyanna. Somebody accused me a couple days ago on my uh, on my channel of, of of putting out hopium. You guys have probably recognized the, the the phrase hopium, and I hate that phrase. I hate it, and I have to admit I like snapped because I, nobody there. <laughs> so you know, I I'm not uh, uh, I'm not one to to give out artificial uh, hope or anything like that. Um, but I, I am I am positive that that what is happening is what is supposed to happen, uh, both on uh, on a on an earthly plane and a uh, and a spiritual plane, and well, and I think that, ahead, I, th I think the issue that I have is that your eyes don't deceive you. And we have the mathematical, you know, I, I, I reached out to Ed Solomon to have a conversation with him about some of this information mathematically as well, and uh, talk about some of the anomalies that happened. They, they've spent the last two years perfecting the steel so that the, the surface of it looks different, but behind the scenes it looks the same. We can see that what they're doing is stealing elections using the machines. And <clears throat> there's no better indication than that than the DeSantis race against Chris Christ, right? And uh, yes, yes, Charlie Christ, yes, Charlie Christ. You, you look at that information, and it shows you what normalized, mostly normalized election data would look like. Correct. Correct. Yes, and Florida, Florida. Remember, he, remember, he only won by ten thousand votes last time. He won was, this time by 1.6 million votes and beat, and beat the hell out of all the polls except for the Trafalgar poll that nailed it. Now, the Trafalgar poll had, had Carrie Lake up 13 points. And here we are today clawing back out of a hole for Carrie Lake that you know is not true. And then they're trying right. to convince us that Mark Kelly somehow, that somebody voted for, for Carrie Lake and then voted for Mark Kelly. Come on. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And and historically, it, it, since you mentioned that, um, if anybody's looking at that, you know, historically, you get four to five percent ticket splitters. You know, you get you you get four to five percent at most. Often, it's less than that. 
So if you see more than four or five percent of people who, who, as you said, voted for uh, a Democrat and then voted for a Republican, uh, that is an extreme red flag, especially when it goes up, as I've seen. I, I haven't finalized the analysis, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the 15 percent range, <laughs> at least in some sections of the uh, uh, of the election. Let's 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 just dig into the meat of it. I mean, the the sure. Carrie, Carrie Lake is a largely popular candidate. Went out and has been all over the news everywhere. The news has painted her as an election denier and next to someone that's trying to to solidify election integrity. Just talking about about Arizona, and Hobbs literally is the Secretary of State running the election in a race that she's fighting for governor. I mean, do you see a conflict here at all? Right? Uh, big time. And the shenanigans, and, and this is what I tell people, the shenanigans in the machines on election day should be enough to disqualify them, as well as mail-in ballots. There's no mail-in ballots in Florida. I, I mean, for, for those of you that don't know what was done in Florida, Jeff, you know what was done in Florida, right? Do you understand, do you oh, understand yes. the re repercussions behind what what he did in florida yeah i mean you want to say it or you want me to say it <laughs> well he, he banned mass mail-in ballots that was banned banned it banned it the second mm -hmm. thing he did was ban ballot harvesting you can't harvest ballots you got to turn in your own ballot it's important enough you should do it and he, he made it a felony he prosecuted a lot of these people who were even yeah. in small levels uh, and okay he required voter id and he created an election police force that arrested over 130 people in a nine-month period of time. And got someone that's a whistleblower to come forward and tell, talk about everything that's happened to the Democrat Party. So, so, so I look at this and I go, all right, that's the gold standard. Mm -hmm. That's the gold standard. He also... Kicked the DOJ out of Florida and said, you can't come in here. Get out. And they wanted to come in and interfere with the elections in high traffic areas. They wanted to go into three areas, three main areas. And he says, you come in here, we'll arrest you. He, they literally said, if you come down here, you will be arrested. I just want to be really clear. You are going to jail. So they didn't. And look at what happened in Florida. For the first time ever, Miami-Dade County was red. I'm not sure it's everyone true. understands the implications behind this. You have a cleaner, cleaner, not clean, cleaner system in Florida, the gold standard. No one's talking about this. I haven't seen anyone talk. I've seen no one talk about this in particular. I keep scouring things, and that's not true. I think, I think uh, CanCon was talking about it, and uh, Patel Patriot was talking about it. But this is the gold standard, the gold standard. And look at the disparity between Democrats and Republicans. They did not have a Democrat win any significant race in Florida in this go-around. And those are, the, those are the things that he did. How, Jeff? Well, you pointed it out. I mean, any state out there who really wants to uh, have fair elections, there's a template right there. I'm sure you, you, you know, call, call the state of Florida and uh, ask, them what, ask them what they did. And the, the list, you know, there's even a few few more things like than that. Uh, uh, so, you know, as I said, they, they not only uh, beat the fraud, beat the uh, <laughs> beat the algorithms, or whatever. 
Uh, they they did a body slam to the mat, threw them out, out of the ring, and hit them with a folding chair. Uh, it, it is uh, amazing, and it gives you an idea for, uh, I believe, how the vote should have looked across the country. Okay, so... So then, how how do we? You know, I want again. I want to get back to working the problem. We know mail-in ballots are rife with fraud. We know not having an ID. I was at the polling place yesterday. I took pictures of people and their cars. Okay, they got in their cars. Mm-hmm. I took pictures of the people. Two Indian kids, one Indian kid, another one. Had, an, had their wallet there but did not present their ID, brought a ballot, did not present their ID, so you knew it was ballot fraud. I took a picture of them. I took a picture of their car when he left. I took a picture of a woman wearing a mask and her, her, her uh, mother or whatever who doesn't speak English, right, at all, right? I took a picture of them, took a picture of their car. Again, I'm going to go through the process and I'm going to find out if these people were frauds or not, Right. 99% sure they were. They were the ones getting upset over, do you have an ID? No, I don't have an ID. They got in a car and drove away. I know they have an ID. Bo- both sets of these scumbags. Right? So, so go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, I completely agree uh, that, uh, you know, these, these, these fairly simple common sense that if we've you, been talking about all these times, any anybody who uh, we we are the people, I, meaning our, our our movement, conservatives. I'll just say conservatives. Uh, I think all three of us agree. I want every legally allowed person in America to vote. I'm I'm perfectly happy with that. I, I would I would love it if we had a hundred percent turnout of everyone who was legally allowed to vote in this country. Right. Uh, but of course, anything you do is called uh, you're, tr- you're trying to disenfranchise voters, or you're being racist. Uh, which, of course, when they call us racist, they're really painting themselves as racist for reasons that you all know. I mean, to imply that uh, that, that a minority uh, somehow has less ability to get a free ID uh, than, than, than a non-minority is at its core. It's it's you look at the dictionary under racism, and I'm sure that's probably there. Uh, that, that you know that that discussion, uh, and and so uh, we had, uh, I, uh, if I remember correctly, we had an extremely high turnout in Florida. Also, uh, we had a turnout that was that was uh, nearing the uh, the general election yeah. turnout, and I'm hearing that from 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 many places across the country. Uh, so if you look at it that way, well, wow, that's working. You know, you have that many people voting, you're doing something right. And, so, uh, and there wasn't a disparity in people voting in Florida, by the way. I want to be really clear. There was no disparity. People were voting. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, and you look at other places like, like you know, every, every election, places like Maricopa and Fulton do everything they can to limit the number of people who vote uh, one way or the other. Uh, and, and, it's just the typical gaslighting that goes on from the left. Uh, it's it's the gaslighting and it's the projection. Uh, well, and the, I think the, that a lawsuit has to be filed. I know we got to get jump into some stuff because I don't want to miss the opportunity. People are here to to see some of these these files, so I want to I want to jump into the charts. <clears throat> but 
I thought they were here to. I thought they were here to hear my amusing stories. Okay, well, they, right, they want to hear you. your stories too, Jeff. I want to hear your stories, but you don't call me. You don't write. You know, you're too busy on planes flying around. I texted you the other day. <laughs> I know. I texted back. I want to hear about that ballot drop that you were talking about uh, last night in Georgia. I I have um, a number uh, of of things to show you there. Um, uh, Let me get my screen shared here. Uh, One moment. I'm going to show you. You're going to want to see this. Pay attention to this, everyone. This is super Uh, um, interesting. I I think I didn't follow instructions. Uh, I did not follow instructions, Apollo. If I go out and in again real quick, is that going to cause any problems? Nope. Nope. You're going to have to hit the advance. Yeah. Back yeah. in a second. I'll be back in a. All right. So, so while he's doing that, I wanted to say to you all that we can't wait to file the lawsuits. And one of the issues that I have is that we wait too long. We need to file the lawsuits now. We we know what they did in 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 all of these other states. They followed the same blueprint that the Democrats follow, and it's, and it's simple. It, it's a simple formula. Oh. Technically speaking, a little longer than the Jiffy, which is actually like one-sixteenth of a second. But nevertheless, I digress. <laughs> um, you are getting punched drunk, uh, Raccoon, today. That's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> let me share this real quick. Uh, I don't mean to waste your time. Um, This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, They're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, Between a massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Okay, let's let's go ahead and bring Mike on. We have Mike Lindell on as well. I want to bring him on so he can actually hear what you're about to put up. Um, Mike, welcome to the show. Is Jeff putting evidence up again? I think I've seen so much I, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. It's got a... These are my notes from just two minutes or about a half hour ago, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome well, welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you. Um, so Jeff is showing us some charts related to the ballot drop that happened in uh, Georgia. Yep, and, yep. 
And I know that you ran the, the crime desk yesterday. I, I couldn't get enough of it. I went back and watched a bunch of it last night at 1 o'clock in the morning when I couldn't, when I couldn't sleep. Right. Um, Real-time real time crime. Real-time crime. So what we got here, you want me to go ahead here, uh, Joe, and, and go on yeah, with this? Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go through it. Yeah, this, is, this, is the, this is the race yesterday uh, from uh, Warnock and Walker, the Senate race in uh, Georgia. The thing that's fascinating, and the blue is Warnock, the Democrat, Walker is red, the Republican. Um, you, you, this, everyone, every dot is an update that was made during the night, and these are the, the vote totals. So they, they should only go up. I'm going to show you that's not always the case, but uh, the point is that these are every update, uh, how many votes each candidate had. Okay, so uh, what you can see here is that Warnock came out to an early lead early on, and and the more, uh, but uh, Walker kept going up, and at this point, right here at uh, uh, eight fifty eight uh, last night, they actually were statistically tied, uh, which was was kind of cool. And then uh, a couple minutes later, bam, a uh, approximately hundred thousand uh, net hundred thousand uh, drop for uh, for Warnock. Uh, things continued, uh, but, but Herschel Walker is still being the little engine that could, gaining, 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 and finally hits him again. Um, and at this point, we have a case where, where you have you know, the red uh, Walker keeps going, and you can see that they keep trying to get up to him. Here's another. You see, when you see a straight line up like that, yeah. that's a fairly large group of, of, of so you bam and here, bam, here, bam. Finally, it's only they're getting smaller as they go along too, which is interesting because it indicates to me that that they may be running out of uh, of, of railroad track as far as number of votes they have to play with. Um, so this one finally did it at midnight fifty thirty three after midnight. Uh, they put uh, Warnock in the lead, and they've been statistically tied the, the, the difference is not all that much uh, each is at 49 point you know high high numbers there uh which is going to lead most likely to a runoff between the two of them in a month uh but i, I find this interesting because especially this uh, this this seems to be a reaction to the fact that warnock had caught them i'm sorry that walker had caught them and suddenly you had this huge drop. Now, this is huge because this is, a, like it's about 100,000 votes for, uh, for Warnock uh, and only about, uh, uh, about 20,000 or so for uh, Walker at that point. So uh, that's what we see in, in that one. And, and you know, we're calling these spikes, I guess. Um, crime if both spikes. candidates... Wait, wait, yo, oh, 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 oh. We call them crime yeah. spikes. Guys, crime spikes. Oh. Spikes. Okay, we'll call it spikes. That's good. All right. So, uh, and, and what we're calling a, a, a crime spike is when you have a large increase for one and hardly any for the other. Uh, there are a few, I have to admit. If you look at, you can see, usually not this, not to this extent, but you can see a few times that that maybe the, the Republican got a little more than the uh, uh uh, the Democrat, but those are, first of all, extremely rare, rarer than I would think. You'd think they would balance out over time. Uh, they're, they're very rare, and, and uh, the, the magnitude of them, the number of votes, is, is, uh, is always way less. Um, so, uh, if you don't mind, can I show you Pennsylvania? Yo, absolutely. 
And then, Mike, when we're done with this, I want to I want to just ask you what you what you learned, you know, from the crime desk and some of the things that you were to uncover as well. So, well, if Mike, if if he has time, uh, uh, he can do that. I don't know how much time Mike has to stay on here. Uh, if, if Mike, how long can we have you? I got I go on my show at six o'clock, and then I on uh, Flashpoint at six thirty. Oh, so we have you for 25 minutes. Or we're going to quickly go through this, Jeff, and then we'll just let Mike go, and then we'll have you on. Uh, so we'll have you talk after Mike has to leave because we only have that's, him for another that's, that's 25 minutes. All right, so tell us about this I'm race. Gonna this, I'm going to bring this screen up here because I think it's uh, – And, and do you, uh, it, do you think it. do you think that Oz – I mean, I'm just going to say it. Mike, do you think Oz was somewhat of a plant? I mean, as far as he just – he conceded immediately. I mean – well, that was disturbing, but uh, I, you know, I don't. I never got. To, I never talked to him directly, other than said hello at the rally uh, that he was at. And remember, I endorsed Kathy Barnett, um, and uh, so. But you know, it was. Uh, why did he really? I don't know. I I don't think he uh, he talked much about machine crime or uh, election crime. Um, so uh, any any candidates, that was my first thing. Was uh, did, first question did. Was there any uh, crime in the in the 2020 election? Did Donald Trump win and uh, stuff like that? And uh, and uh, so, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I just you know he did get election stole from him. So I guess if you're just basing off him conceding, I think there's uh, you know, I don't know if he was uh, if he even thinks in the terms of uh, of election crime. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. I, I don't, but I just I don't believe that he had. Maybe his heart wasn't in it. I don't understand how Fetterman can be behind in the polls and win by such a large margin in the ballots if there's well, not gonna, massive election gonna, fraud. You're, you're, right, you're, you're right. You would think that he would have uh, he would have questioned that. Um, he's probably going. Uh, he's a smart guy. He's going. Wait a minute. Uh, but this is what they've done, Joe. Is they've they've they brainwashed it. The people propaganda. Um, you know if. And propaganda, propaganda that, you know, so maybe Dr. Oz says, well, that, boy, half the people are liberal and progressive and they love this stuff coming out of Fetterman's mouth. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, you don't know where, you know, it's hard for people to wrap their head around that this, that this crime goes deep and so wide and horizontal across every state when you have computers. And it does baffle me that smart people can't wrap their head around this. I had, I had uh, Bill Maher called me a moron last night on Jimmy Kimball, you know, um, and uh, you well, know I can't wait to go on, on Bill Maher's show and uh, not to uh, refute the moron part, but I want to, I want to get the word out and I want him to, he can ask me questions, you know, Mr. Bill. Okay, you know? but but I mean we just talked about what happened in Florida. Right. I mean, the Florida is the if there's a gold standard uh, for elections, it's probably Florida. They banned mass mail in ballots. They banned ballot harvesting. They required voter ID. Governor DeSantis created an election police force. I mean, th this led to them not and kicked out the, the DOJ and said, you're not coming into our polling stations. And look at what happened. One point six million more votes. That's the red wave. But that's also near the gold standard of what the election could look like if you if you were able to eliminate or limit the amount of fraud. And he pers prosecuted over 130 people in the last nine months. 
So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medicare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air medicare network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Right. Well, and you know, they have done, I just talked to Raj. He's with Defend Florida down there and they work so hard. And they, it was that group. <laughs> That really drove that really drove the uh, the um, to get all this done in Florida and and uh, I don't want anybody to say I don't like you saying the word gold standard. The gold standard okay. is no machine, no <laughs> I machine. Agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, yeah. Why don't you ask Brazil about the gold standard uh, when all they had was machines, Joe? They don't have any paper ballots, no early voting, no mail-in ballots. And 5.1 million votes were stolen from President Bolsonaro. So they just uh, they would just cheat in a different way. But you're right; it would you know just like in Brazil, it's like, um, hello, there's this is something wrong here. But you are right in that you see just what those moves did, and it, it, it with, with machines is definitely the gold standard, no doubt about it. Uh, when you take Dade County, I mean, what oh, it's been decades, right, since that. Uh, um, it's a Republican one Dade County. I, that's what I hear anyway. Um, so, so yeah, that's definitely. And we just had our call to the country, and we talked to all the grassroots, and and we brought that up that they're going to try. They're all meeting with Florida now and that group, and we're going to put it together. Here's what you can do in your in your state to get it to to be like Florida. Yeah, I mean, I use the gold standard as more to mock them than anything else, but you're right. And in Guam, by the way, what nobody's talking about, Guam, first time in 30 years, and Lindsay said that he, that he was the guy, you know, uh, that, that he was the one that made that happen. Guam got rid of the machine or the mail-in ballot part of the election system going into it because there was a huge uprising in Guam about the fact that they didn't feel like the election would be, would be legitimate. And so we, we look at the right. things that have, that have caused the, the red tsunami to, to go our direction, and if we don't get rid of this, this organized crime syndicate that is, that is stealing the elections with mail-in ballots and the machines, if we don't get rid of it, aren't we slaves? Aren't we just institutional slaves? I mean, at that point, we just, we're, we're just ebits. Yeah, it's over. It's over um, if we don't. And uh, I just got off the phone, like I said, with all these from around the country people. And and I said, you know what? If the Republicans, I said, you all, every, every half of them were, some of them were crying, you know, and calling me today. And I'm going, you guys, I said, this is, uh, we're one step closer. I said, if it would have been a huge red wave, this huge red wave, 
Guess how hard it would have been to get rid of the machines Impossible. or to get rid of mail in or to get rid of mail in voting. You wouldn't have got rid of instead, as God have it, um, we got blessed all day, all day yesterday with machine algorithms or machine day uh, malfunctions all over the country, not just in Arizona, everybody. I had 19 states reach out to me where there was people that went in to vote, that went, they wouldn't take their ballot, or they got there, they told them they had voted, and what did they do? They listened to us. They said, you know what? Call my sheriff. I did not vote. Here's my ballot My that just said I voted, you know, my mail-in ballot. So... Um, I, I, it's turning out, you know, and when we, and there's a chance now we might get the Senate and, uh, uh, you know, that we still might get the Senate. I mean, so if you have the, the House, the Senate, and, you know, and we, and we caught them in all these candidates, like Doug Mastriano, I just got off the phone with him a little while ago. And, and these, uh, um, his, look how, look how big they had to steal his, uh, election there. I mean, it was go big or go home. They didn't want a guy in there running run in Pennsylvania that gets to run the elections like some great person like Doug that would be uh, would be awesome. And uh, it, they got him losing by over 10 percent when he really won by 6 percent. And and how, how do we claw back on that? Are we going towards lawsuits in Pennsylvania today? Because I know that there was well, a with, the, with the, the interesting you bring that up. We're going what we're going to do, everybody, is we're, we're we've set this up. I'm it's like I do uh, my companies. I view every single like uh, uh, outlet I have, whether it's a, a newspaper, whether it's a TV station, or whether it's a, a radio station, like it's my only station. Okay, so what we're doing is we're going to view every state like it's our only state, and we're putting it, we're separating these all out because every state's a little different. And we actually started with Pennsylvania. Well, in Pennsylvania, it's going to be a two-prong or a three-prong approach. Uh, there's a, there will be a um, um, uh, contest, they'll contest it, and uh, there'll be audits done. And also, though, we're going after, there's a law there, and I don't have the stat, or the, the, uh, the or the, whatever, the number of it. But uh, remember, I'd always get, tell people, remember Pennsylvania, they turned in their electors with more votes than voters. Right. And they have a law, and Pennsylvania says you can't do that. What a concept. Well... The same thing happened to Doug Mastriano and Dr. Oz. They had more votes than voters, allegedly. Okay, I'm going to say allegedly, Joe, so I don't get you in trouble here on your podcast. You and know Alan I don't worry up. about it. You know, you know <laughs> I don't worry about it. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, yeah, the old Alan Duke will come in and fact check you, right? But uh, we'll have those numbers next Monday morning, everybody. Next Monday morning. So that's two things going, we're going to be doing in Pennsylvania. And there's a third thing that I really can't bring up because for um, we, we don't, that's kind of another um, great plan. Don't want to get out in front of that one because of the, of the bad media that I'm sure watches your show too, Joe, that they can slam you in the media. You, you know, we, we, they do slam us in the media, but I think they're becoming more and more afraid because I'm slamming back. I'm actually calling out these radical leftist journalists one by one. We had a show where I even called them, Mike, and I was like, look, this is Joe over Conservative Daily, and I would just like to get your comment on what's happening <laughs> in this election. And they're like, click. Oh, you don't want to talk yeah. to a journalist. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll... They, 
At least my, at least all my journalists, I call, they'll answer me, even if it's Jim Acosta. Although he didn't answer me one night, I called, I go, Jim, I know you're there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, um, so, but I think, um, you know, we've got great plans going forward and, uh, um, and, uh, we're going to go state by state like it's our only state. And then we're going to have a master plan of all the states combined. You know, a lot depends. We have to see how a few things unfold with Arizona, with Kerry Lake and Blake and uh, and um, Mark Fincham and these guys. Um, the, um, so it's uh, uh, let the, let's let this play out. I believe that they care. I think they're all in the lead now. Jeff, do you have an update? Is Are they in the lead now down there? Or did you get any Arizona update? Uh, Arizona still has uh, not had any kind of significant update since 9.30 this morning. And even that wasn't a significant update. So uh, right. uh, they're sitting on the, uh, trying to decide what to do, I suspect. Well, they're, I'm sure they have the curtains over the windows and the, and the fence up down in Maricopa County there. Like they, at least they, they get good, good use out of their supplies. Um, <laughs> it's funny how they do the same things over and over again. Uh, uh, Joe, did, did Jeff show you the, the Michigan dump at 1.30 in the morning again? He did not show it, show it to us yet. I, I did see them talking about this earlier, though. Oh, yep, there, you got to see this. This was, this was Matt DiPerno. He's in the lead, and this is right before we, we said, oh, we've seen enough. I mean, we couldn't believe it. Here comes the Michigan dump. There it is, everybody. Wow. And he's, he's firmly in the lead. And look at all of the, again, look at how the votes change at one time. We've talked about this before. Seven votes, three votes. Seven votes for one. All you have to do to get it to a 50-50 where you can take the lead is, is just inject 1,000 ballots each. And then you can just algorithmically just show that he's losing the race. That, that by the right. way, yeah, would be impossible. Was- right. This was a big dump. Jeff, what did you sell me? You said it was like 200,000 votes or 100 and some? Um, yeah, yes. Um, it was, it was a net of 156,437 votes. So it, it, that was, that, that was the difference in that, in that particular, uh, uh, dump. So that, that, uh, shot, uh, uh, nestle up to a point where so far, well, has never, you know, hasn't been caught, you know, um, unbelievable. Well, we hope that, like uh, I, that Matt, you know, Matt was all involved with the machines in the in the beginning. He was the first one that got to have kind of a glimpse where in Antrim County, Michigan, and uh, where seven thousand votes were flipped out of fifteen thousand in the county. That's all. That's how the the Antrim County, Michigan story all started. And uh, uh, here, I wonder if he, well, how ironic it goes full circle. And here he gets his race sold. He put so much into it. This is where we're at. Can you think of all the money, time, and resources put into elections? You know what I'm going to do, Joe? And I just I gave this some thought. I'm going to actually go to the campaigns. So that we're going to reach out to, uh, you know, people that do campaigns. They need to be shown. Do you want to waste and your and your fundraisers and stuff? You know, I'm going. You guys, are you really want to go through all this if you can't and get them on board with getting rid of these machines and changing our election? Can you imagine the Billions of dollars spent on elections, and you know you're not going to win, um, or that it's going to be stolen from you. You know, 
Well, and, and we're seeing this all, and, and this, by the way, is the math behind it. It, it. it basically means that people show up at the same time and vote the same way every single time, and that's impossible. And we're seeing these right. changes in these ads that are just, again, pushing it up. Because I believe, I, actually, it's not a matter of believing. I, I believe that there are so many fraudulent votes. But when you have the election machines and you have the vote ballot printers, when you have both, stellar printing, cathedral printing, run back, when you have all of that, it's impossible to go against it because they just have bigger stacks of ballots that they can just show up at the counting centers. That's right. And, you know, a good example of that is in the 2020 election, Ken Paxson won all 12 of his lawsuits where they tried to have, you know, a couple month early voting mail out ballots. And he said, no, that's illegal. The legislatures would have to make a new law. And by him doing that, it saved the state of Texas in the 2020 election. Remember, one million votes were stolen from Texas from Donald Trump, second highest in the nation. But you know what? He still won by, I think, five or 600,000 votes in the state of Texas. But you know what they found later, Joe? I don't know if you know this. They found 2 million, I think, 200,000 ballots that they would have ended up using, but they ran out of names. They couldn't, they couldn't go out and get names because they only had one week of early voting. So you couldn't pull enough fraudulent names. We call them phantom voters. And uh, very similar to what you have down in Florida. Now, if you can't, if you can't pull the names to, to match up with the algorithms on the machines, um, you know, it, it's like uh, uh, it's a good preventative. And that's why we told everybody to vote same day. Um, you got to self Jeff show you the one where they made a mistake when they put in the put in when they did a dump of a million votes. Which one? Oh, there it is right there. Million votes up and down. Whoops. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. So a programmer put in a million votes. Can you imagine you're into it an hour later and you go, oh, dang it, I can't report this. I got to take off a million. And you can see the naturalized increase in ballots. You can see it. But you can see where they actually increase the, like, they follow the same same deal. Same. It's the same. All the way up. And you see the increases that happen. Again, inject 1,000 on one side, inject 200 on the other, 1,000. Well, this, was a, this was a complete million vote, vote injection. Right. That, right. Uh, I mean, they actually just typed in the number. Jeff, how would you explain this million vote thing here? You know, some would look at that, and I'm sure people are going to say, oh, oh, somebody made a mistake, and it took them – over half an hour to figure out that they made that mistake. And meanwhile, they're just compounding the mistake, notice, by adding additional votes to the million until it finally came back down. Well, I have to say, if, if this is a mistake, if the system allows this kind of mistake, it's unusable. So, so right. in some ways, I don't care. This might be indication of this could be an indication of uh, some sort of an algorithm that made a you know made a mistake. It could be a, some. It, it could be a, a typing error. It doesn't matter to me. Both say this is this system is is should not be used. These machines too, you know, not only the election machines and not only the ones that house our uh, uh, our voter rolls and in those databases uh this whole system is also broken and they call races based on this information so anybody says oh well that's not official information those aren't our numbers oh oh 
Well, you know what? They call races off of this, and people in other time zones see these numbers. They haven't voted yet. This is this is big time stuff here. Yeah. No. Yeah. I want to say something to that. But you bring up a good point, Jeff. I said this, Joe, yesterday. I said when all when I woke up and all these uh, all the machines are going crazy. I'm getting phone calls. Are going. Uh, the machines have glitched. They're not taking paper and stuff. Well, I'm thinking to myself. Um, well, we know that they didn't set this up. I put myself on the side of the crime. I would go. The last thing I'm going to do is have machines that malfunction, actually malfunction, is what I believe they were doing all across our country. I mean, it was a divine thing because you went there, if you were the bad guys, you certainly would make sure that your machines are working top notch so you can so you can steal. You would upgrade your computers and make them real nice. But they're so stupid, they still use this this old garbage out there because they're they're even dumb that way. Okay, so you have all these. So on the front end. On the front end, you have equipment that's outdated, so that's defective. That showed all the public, whether it was manipulation that they made it so the paper didn't go in, or let's say there was no crime. Why would you use these defective machines, okay? And even if what Jeff just said there, what if that million and up million down was a, a computer error and it corrected itself? Well, do you really want, when you take one zero off a computer, that can change a whole election. Just ask that nice Democrat lady in Georgia that got zero votes in her own precinct. And Crooked Brad called it a, a, a programming error. And how about the other lady? This is my favorite. Jeff, I, uh, this one favorite ones I tell is, is the other lady in Georgia that got 4,700 votes and she wasn't on the ballot. And everyone says to me, well, was she a write-in? No. She was, she was running and she dropped out two months prior. So now the only way her name could be on that ballot, everybody, is they're doing this and they're planning because what they did is they pulled from a person they didn't want to win and they gave her that guy's votes. So they're going, obviously he made an error, he got caught. Not an error, he got caught not realizing. It's kind of when Biden called that one lady out that had already passed away, right? So this guy types in, Types in the uh, uh, her name, and now you're caught. You are caught. You can't explain that. But old Crooked Brad comes in and says, programming error. Well, if you can make programming errors in these machines, Jeff, Jeff, would you use a computers and machines if you even if even if you knew there wasn't even if you knew there wasn't going to be crime, if you thought there'd be 99 percent or 99.999. Number one, you wouldn't want to risk one millionth of losing your country. But number two, it's too important, I think, from you know, that you would not want to use a machine at all or a computer just because the errors can be a lot bigger. Is that true? Yeah. If this kind of programming is done in our power sector, we'd be investing in candles, uh, you know, immediately. Uh, you know, imagine this sort of a mistake at a at a bank. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it just overwhelms me uh, that, that people just look the other way. They, they look the other way, and it's a program there, uh, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's all perfectly normal. Okay, you know, so... Like I said in Pennsylvania. You know? and, and, and Jeff, Mike, you guys need to know this. We've been working on building this program that allows for us to do ballot images based on the same system architecture they have for Dominion and everyone else. 
behind this little section, I can make the output be whatever I want by one line of code. Right. Thousands and thousands of times, not one malfunction. So malfunctions are designed by, they're, they're des, you could design a malfunction, but the transparency is not there. So the reason why we've been working on this program is because I wanted to be able to prove to the American people, I can build a system to count votes easily based on this vote deal. I, based on this, I, I can get it to count ballots. But I can also tell you that behind this, this wall, behind this, that I can change the output without even touching the ballots. And, and it took it took us, what, three and a half weeks, Apollo? Four and a half weeks? Yeah, wasn't a, didn't take all the time and money that's been and, sunk into Dominion. And it doesn't break. It doesn't break. And, and I think that's what the American people need to see. They need to see that a system can be built that right. is unbreakable. Right. I know you got your you know, show. They're, they're, they're they're calling me for the show, but um, um, yeah, we are we're in a great place, everybody, and um, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get down to Arizona in support of uh, all the great candidates down there, including Kerry Lake, and uh, and uh, hopefully a victory party, or not hopefully it will be a victory party. So Absolutely. thank you guys. Hey, God bless you. God bless you, Mike. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.